The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something, where every week our goal is to help you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. And my commitment to you is every week to bring you solid content, solid information, uh, exceptional guests that can help you be the best you can possibly be, to help you make a difference in the lives of your customers and your clients and other people so then you can make the dollars. And we have another excellent show today that I'm really excited about because I get to talk about one of my my favorite movies. And the title of the show today is Sales, Business, and Life Lessons from the Matrix. And I, I think the majority of people have seen the Matrix at some point after this show. You're probably going to want to watch it again, but you're going to watch it with a different set of eyes. If you haven't seen the Matrix yet, you definitely will want to see it as a result of this show. And I can tell you now there are going to be some spoilers because I'm going to talk about this show and how it relates to being successful in those three arenas, sales, business, and life. And one of the key themes about the show, which the movie, excuse me, which I really enjoyed was the question it asked, are you going to take the red pill or the blue pill. And believe it or not, that is so key. And we're going to get into greater detail about that because there's more to that movie than being just uh, an entertainment thing to to just let us get away from reality for uh, a, a couple of hours. There's more than meets the eye. Okay, and there are a multitude of principles in the movie that if applied consistently, They can and they will change your personal and your professional life. So we're going to take the red pill today and we're going to talk about The Matrix. Now, those of you who saw The Matrix, it was about uh, these individuals who were were pioneers. They were maverick and they were they recognized that there was a system that was really designed to keep people bound, to keep them stuck. And their goal was, as they said, was to free the minds of individuals and get them out of the matrix and be all that they could possibly be. And as they said, will you take the red pill or the blue pill? Now, see, if you took the red pill, basically what that meant was they were going to expose things to you that you didn't understand, that you probably did not believe And was probably going to shake up your world. 
it was going to have you question everything that you had been doing prior to taking that pill or everything that you had been believing you were believing prior to taking the pill. If you took the, the blue pill, you just went on with your happy life the way you always did, doing the same things day in and day out, never getting any better, never getting any worse. So we have to make the same choice every day in sales, business, and life, as a matter of fact. Let's talk about that. I run into a lot of sales professionals that I'm working with, that I'm training uh, in organizations, and they are comfortable calling on the small companies. All right, so with the small companies, there's a lot of work to be done. There's a, sometimes a lot of aggravation because even though people are paying smaller amounts of money, they will aggravate you more than the people who will write you a much bigger check. Okay, so they're comfortable calling on these small companies. And there are bigger opportunities out there, maybe even right next door, that they will never, ever pursue because they don't think they can, they can break that, that norm that they have created for themselves. You know, this is my niche. This is my niche. Well, it's amazing that you can get a business from one big company that will equate to the business you get from 20, 50, or even 100 smaller companies that will take less effort to manage. But we get stuck in their rut, taking the blue pill. In business, I, I run into this all the time where there are business owners where there's something new they need to do, something new they need to add to their business that could truly take their business to the next level. I don't, it could be a new software system that would give them a competitive edge because they can manage their clients' orders better and track them more efficiently, but it costs an exorbitant amount on the front end. And as you've heard me to say, as you've heard me say before, I can't think of a time I have received a return on an investment without first making the investment. And too many times we have this mindset where we're saying to the stove, okay, stove, Give me some heat, then I'll put some wood in. And it just doesn't work that way in life. It just doesn't work. In most cases, there has to be some sweat first on the front end. We have to get an axe or a saw, and we have to go cut down a tree, cut it into little quarters and whatnot, and then put it in the stove and get the fire started, and then the stove will give us continuous heat. So it doesn't matter what the situation is. In most cases, it's going to take some initial effort from us, and it's going to take an initial different mindset in order to get the things we really want in life. So the, the one aspect about the, the main character in this movie was his name was Neo. And Neo was just every man, basically. The, the thing about Neo, he had uh, a, a regular job. He, as a matter of fact, he was a computer programmer by day and a computer hacker by night. And Neo was searching for something. And he, his life didn't really have any meaning, didn't have any substance. He was just existing. Uh, he was searching for something. And, and the question I had that I asked myself as I watched this with a different set of eyes is Neo had no purpose in his life. He had no purpose. And when you have no purpose, it's easy for you or me or anyone to accept 
whatever is given to us, whatever is put in, in front of us, we'll accept that. We never get to that next realm that where there's so much abundance there that it's absolutely amazing if we're willing to pursue it. So one of the reasons I think I've accomplished a lot in life, and I have a whole lot more to accomplish. I'm, I'm nowhere near I want to be, but I've, I've done a lot. I, I've had a purpose, and I've had a purpose from the time I was a, uh, a, a young man, really. I would say 12 or 13. And my definition of a purpose is someone or something that if you had to face them in defeat, facing them or that situation in defeat would be more painful to you than the cost to be successful. In other words, you will do whatever it takes to keep from having to face the situation or the people in defeat. That's purpose. And that's the thing that that drove me because I've mentioned it before. I, I grew up in a single family home and my mom financially at the time was not able to give me a whole lot. But the one thing she did do for me was she got me to believe that I could accomplish anything I put my mind to. While we were sitting in the projects, she was telling me I could do anything. All right. So I chose to believe her. And another thing, as I mentioned before in my last show, the one word she would never allow me to use was the word can't unless I took the T off the end of can't. So that ended up being priceless. That that mindset that she gave me was priceless. So Neil was every every person, every man. He had no focus, no real aim in his life. And then I noticed what was the self-talk of the average individual there? What are the things that you are saying to yourself on a day-in, day-out basis? Or what are the things you are saying about yourself to others? I had a gentleman on my radio show uh, a few weeks ago, and he was talking about Topher Morrison, who was talking about how to become a key person of influence. And one of the things he said was, what's your pitch? What do you say to someone when you meet them for the first time? Because what you say to them the first time pretty much pegs you for the remainder of the time. Either you catch their attention very quickly, and they's like, wow, really? I want to know more about you. Or... You don't catch their attention, and they're trying to figure out a way to get away from you. So I noticed with several of the different individuals in the movie, for example, there was a lady there named Trinity. And and Trinity, at the beginning of the movie, she was in this room, and the, the police came to get her. She had a fight with the police, and she won for several reasons one because of some abilities one because of confidence and she knew what she wanted so as she was about to escape she received a call from morpheus in the movie and he said they're coming for you you must leave now get away you can do this and she said i will so the first thing she said was i will and she started running they were pursuing her she dived through a window And next thing you know, she's on her back looking up, waiting to see if they're going to come through the window after her. And then she said, get up, Trinity, now. She spoke it to herself. Her self-talk was get up, escape. You can do this. And as a result, she did escape 
And then we had Neo, who is the main character of the movie. Uh, Neo was put in a situation where he was in his office. And he received a phone call from Morpheus. And Morpheus said, do what I tell you and you will survive. They're coming for you. He told, her, told Neo pretty much the exact same thing. They are coming for you. He said, do what I say. And he said to Neo, move now from your workstation. Neo moved. Every time he obeyed and listened, he was successful. And then Morpheus said to him, now this is going to be important. I need you to go out the window and get on the ledge and go over to the other side of the ledge. If you go to the other side, you'll be safe and you'll escape. If you don't, you will be caught. So Neil got on the ledge and then he made the mistake of looking down. And that's what many of us do. We become so focused on our circumstances, we can't see beyond the, the circumstance. So he looked down and saw that he may have been 30 floors high. Then all of a sudden he felt a gust of wind. And he said to himself, I can't do this. And as soon as he said, I can't do this, he was exactly right. And the next scene they showed was Neo in handcuffs. We have to be extremely mindful of the words we use to ourselves, our self-talk. If you say, I can do this, you will accomplish it. If you say to yourself, I can't do this or I don't know. And, and by the way, fear, I can't. And I don't know if I can. That's doubt. Doubt is the cousin to fear. They normally end up having the exact same outcome. So what we want to continue to talk about is this. What is your self-talk? What are you saying to yourself? It doesn't matter what other people are saying about you. <laughs> what are you saying to yourself? Just about every venture I started, the multitudes told me they didn't understand or they didn't believe it would work. It didn't make sense to them. And really what I learned was what was for me didn't have to make sense to other people because it was given to me. It was a part of my purpose. So we're going to continue to, to talk about the, the sales, business, and life lessons from the matrix. But right now, it's time for us to take a short break. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am Ty Maynard, your host, and we'll talk to you again on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. 
Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and we're talking today about sales, business, and life lessons from the movie The Matrix. And one of the key points in that movie, they asked one of the the main uh, actors, will you take the red pill or the blue pill? And, and as I said earlier, we all have choice. And I did a show a couple of weeks ago with a dear friend of mine, uh, Dr. Jomo Cousins. And, and, and Jomo always talks about what he calls CDC, Choices, Decisions, Consequences. We all have choices. And based on the choices we have, we have to make a decision. And based on the decision we make, there will be a consequence. Now, Trinity decided she made a, she had the choice. She could stay there and get captured or she could run, fight and run. Based on her choice, the consequence was she survived. Neo also had a choice. He could try to get to the other side of the ledge or he could stay exactly where he was. And then the consequence was he was led off in handcuffs. He was caught. All right. So what is your self-talk? What are you saying to yourself? I can't do this. And I'll tell you something. I had a, a, a lady that was interviewing with me one time and her self-talk was amazing because she kept putting herself down in the interview. She kept making jokes about all of her inabilities and she tried to make it funny, but I saw through it. She didn't believe in herself. My thought was, if you don't believe in yourself, why should I believe? Why would I believe in you? All right? So we have to be saying the right things to ourselves on a day-in, day-out basis to accomplish the things we want to accomplish. I had a young lady one time that I trained, and one of the things I trained her on was in, 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 in new business development – for every appointment you have, make two extra calls around that appointment. Just walk into a door before you get in your vehicle and drive off. And I think, and I say, you'll be amazed at what happens when you you'll stumble into opportunities. So she uh, decided to do this, 
and and she said, well, what about that no solicitation sign? You know, all these those these these offices now have no solicitation. I said, that's not meant for you. That's not meant for business to business. That was ultimately meant for solicitors, someone selling raffle tickets or or donuts or Girl Scout cookies. But business to business, it's okay for you to walk in. So she got to the door. She had just had an appointment. She got to the door. She touched the doorknob, and she saw where the sign said, no soliciting. And she got ready to walk away, but then she remembered what I said to her. And then she touched the door again. Then she walked away. She did this for probably about five minutes. And finally, self-talk said, do this now. Based on what she said to herself, she grabbed the door, opened it, and walked in. Now, the mirrors, excuse me, the windows were mirrored. So when she walked in, there were like 12 people on the other side of the door that just burst into laughter when she came in because they were taking bets on whether or not she would come in. And she had instant rapport with everyone there. So basically, she listened to what I had to say, and then she said, I can do this. Now, another scene that was very interesting that also has to do with self-talk was when Neo went to see the Oracle. See, the, the premise of the movie was about there was one person that would be able to change the game and be able to defeat the, adver- the adversaries of the average man okay, and help free the minds of the multitude. And there were many people who believed that it was Neo. Everybody believed that it was it was him, but him. So then they it went to take him to the Oracle, right? The Oracle, and the Oracle was talking to him, and he said, "Well, am I the one? Am I truly the one?" And she said, "What do you think?" And he said, "I'm not the one." And she said, "Sorry, kid." She said, "You have the gift, but it seems like you're waiting on something." So believe it or not. He talked himself out of it. She didn't try to convince him. She knew and believed that he really was, but she didn't waste her time or her breath trying to convince him that he was something he didn't think he was. So other people might listen to this may say, well, if she thought he was, if she saw it in him, why didn't she try to convince him and persuade him? And the reason is, is really kind of simple. There's an old saying, and it goes like this. A person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. And a lot of us are trying to force people to see all of their abilities and it's wasted energy until they're ready to see it, which is what happened with Neo as we go through the movie. All right. So it doesn't matter what others see in you. If you don't see it and believe it, it doesn't matter. And everybody believed in Neo, but Neo. And I have had students that I've worked with where I've seen the tremendous talent that they've had, that they have the gift to give exceptional presentations. They have the ability to probe really well or to establish rapport. And they are afraid to make the calls. And I see all of the possibilities. I see the hundreds of thousands of dollars to millions of dollars they can make, but that money is unrealized because they don't see it in themselves. 
So we have to be mindful of that, okay? You have to be able to see it. You have to tell yourself, I can do this. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to lose this weight. I'm willing to call on this big account that I've been driving by for the last two years. I'm willing. To, I'm going to do it. And what you're going to find is this. It won't hurt you. It won't kill you. You may be amazed. You may get that next big account that makes all the difference in the world for your company, you, your family, your legacy. So just do it. We have to do it. I'll never forget something one time my son said to me. Uh, I purchased real estate in Tampa, and he went with me. I used to take my kids with me when, when they were young because I wanted them to understand business. I wanted them to watch me negotiate. I wanted them to just get a feel for the business arena. So uh, we just came back from buying a couple of properties. We closed on it. And my son said to me, he said, Dad, I can see myself owning half a Tampa. I say, son, if you can see it and say it, it can happen. Now, I have to tell you, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't even started. But because he said it, because he saw it, it's a possibility. So be mindful of your self-talk. The other thing is, what are you putting in your mind? One of the things I noticed about the, the stars in the movie, the interesting thing was whatever they wanted to do or wanted to become, there was a program for it that they put into their minds. And whatever they put in their minds, they were able to accomplish. I saw one situation where uh, they decided they wanted to learn Kung Fu. Then they put in a program. And the next thing you know, Neil woke up after they programmed his mind. He said, I know Kung Fu. And then we saw him go into the arena to fight Morpheus, who was his mentor. Okay. And he did extremely well. Because he put into his mind and what he put into his mind, he then put into application. And even the interesting thing, as good as he was, even Morpheus said to him, you are holding back. You're holding back. Let go. Let go. So we saw them put into their minds where they were uh, a kung fu expert. Uh, On one scene, we saw where Trinity asked to have downloaded a pilot program into her brain. Next thing you know, she could fly a pilot. And although that was a movie, think about it. Whatever we put into our minds, we can actually do. It takes study. It takes diligence. It takes work. But we can actually do it. They put in a weapons program where they had hundreds of weapons and they automatically knew how to use all of the weapons. Whatever we put into our minds, we can accomplish. Now, I'm going to share something with you. Some of the people uh, listening uh, know it, and, and many don't. But I'm also a musician. And over 23 years ago, I decided that I wanted to learn how to play the piano and the keyboard. I never took a lesson. I went and bought three books. <laughs> I bought a book on chord progression. I bought a book on theory, and I bought a book on finger exercises. And I practiced every day, every day. And after six months, I wrote my first song. Uh, I I called my wife and I said, hey, who do you think this is? And she's like, Kenny G. 
So that's a perfect example. And just to share with you, based on what I put in my mind 23 years ago, my theme song for the show that you listen to in the intro and the outro is something that I wrote for the show. So the mind is a powerful thing, and we don't use it to its full capacity. And whatever we put in it is exactly what we're going to get out of it. What are you putting into your mind on a day-in, day-out basis? And one of the things I've shared with you before, and I'll share it again, is my belief, whatever your profession is, you should be reading at least one book per month regarding your profession. One book per month. You'll be amazed what that will mean over the years. That means that's 12 books in a year. And researchers identified that if you read 15 minutes per day, you can read two 150-page books per year. Two 150, excuse me, two 150-page books per month. So all I'm asking you to do is read eight minutes per day. Eight minutes per day will make all the difference in the world. And my thought has always been if I read one book and I get one good idea, it was worth the book. And I have read books 20 years ago and got that one idea that has made me over the years tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and in some cases millions of dollars. So the mind is something we have to continue to cultivate. And if you don't cultivate it, if you allow it to just lay dormant, other stuff will fill it. And again, this is the shortest hour of the week. It's time for us to take a second break. And you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. And our topic today is sales, business, and life lessons from the matrix. You're listening to the Voice America Business Channel, and I'll talk to you in just a few moments. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. What are the reasons that over three quarters of small businesses fail within three years? Why do 70% of U.S. women-owned businesses make less than $50,000 a year? What causes mid-sized companies to stagnate? Although today many fundamentals of business remain the same, there are critical current changes that are not being acknowledged, and the result is costly. Tune in to Moving Forward with host Jen Sabin. We'll discuss the core reasons and plans of action to keep your business moving forward. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Tune in for What About Wealth every week to learn the vital answers to your questions about creating wealth, investing it, donating it, and protecting it. Your hosts are Rich Bloomfield and Rick Durfee, who explain the principles that govern wealth in terms you can understand. Building and preserving positive wealth requires correct action, but few people know how wealth really works. Listen every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and find the answers you need about wealth. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Now, is that a cool intro song or what? Welcome to, you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and our topic today is sales, business, and life lessons from the matrix. And one of the other things that we want to talk about that I I picked up on was the fact that um, Morpheus served as Neo's mentor. And he continued to pour into him. He continued to try to to bring revelation knowledge to him to help him be all that he could possibly be. The mentor, Morpheus, believed in Neo. And that's what you want. You need to have someone who is a little further along than you or maybe a lot further along than you who believes in you, who sees your potential and is willing to help you cultivate it. A mentor, a coach. Someone like that. And they have already been where you're going. And, for example, I have a, a workshop called Time Maynard's Fast Track Sales Camp. It's a week-long workshop. And if you want to be the best that you can possibly be, I highly recommend the, the, the workshop. It's exceptional. We cover pretty much every aspect of the sales process. And my thing is once you go through the workshop, hey, I – you're, we, we're connected at that point. And I tell my, my students, hey, call me back at any time. Anytime you have a situation that you're faced with and you need someone to help you brainstorm or think it through, give me a call. I had a gentleman send me an email who was in my class two years ago. Uh, excuse me, last, last year, two years ago. And he said, hey, he helped me. I knew who he was. He stood out in the class and he said, listen, I have this situation I need help with. Uh, can I talk to you? I called him on a Saturday uh, because I wanted to help him. He told me the situation, and I gave him a solution that was simple to me, but he hadn't even considered. Uh, the, the the situation seemed so insurmountable to him, but when I gave him the answer, he's like, wow, okay, that's good. And that's what a mentor will do for you. They have pr- normally experienced a whole lot more than you have. So they have a frame of reference that they can just draw from in the lab- library. And I mentioned to you in a, in, a sh- in a recent show how when I wanted to go further in my business, I sought some, some really successful guys in Tampa that were so far above me. I mean, their knowledge base made mine look ridiculous. I sat down with this gentleman and told him some of the things that I was wrestling with. And within five minutes, he shared four or five ideas that were just sitting on the top of his head that helped me accomplish the goals that I was looking to accomplish. So you must have a mentor. You must have someone that can pour into you. And I highly recommend also that, we, that you pay it forward. Have someone that you can pour into as well. So someone's pouring into you, and then you're pouring into someone else. 
it makes all the difference in the world, all the difference. So you have to have a mentor. And then secondly, secondly, who are you associating with? You've heard me and many of my guests talk about that. And I have had many of my friends come on the show and my, my friends are go-getters. Uh, you have a tendency to associate with people who are like you or who you aspire to be like. So if you're not a go-getter, you want to associate with go-getters. If you are a go-getter, you want to associate with go-getters. All right? So you want to be mindful of, of who you're running with. And uh, that was a, a segment in the, in the show where Morpheus was captured by the enemy agents and they were interrogating him trying to get some information so they could attack the rest of the free people and one of the people who was Morpheus's comrade said basically hey you know what if they get him to talk he'll tell them everything that he knows about us and they'll kill him and they'll kill all of us so as a result this this guy was about to pull the plug on Morpheus. He was about to do something that would bring about the death of Morpheus. But instead of allowing that, Neo said, no, I don't do that. He said, then the guy said, well, well what are we going to do then? He said, I'm going to save him. I'm going after him. Wow. And then Trinity said, I'm going with you. So that's what you want. You want people that's going to be around you. That when you're in trouble, and sometimes we don't even know we're in trouble, we may just be heading down the wrong direction, and then you need someone who can speak the truth to you. You need someone that can come and help you and tell you what you need to hear, not always what you want to hear. So as a result, he had two people who knew him well. One person said, basically, hey, (laughs) you know, he's in trouble now. Uh, He's on his own. I'm out of here. And then he had another person that was willing to go in there with him and do the best to help him. All right. So be mindful of who you're with. Be mindful of who you're associating with on a day in, day out basis, because we become like the people we associate with. I had a gentleman on in I think it was June and he was talking about the full throttle experience, how to live your life full throttle. And in one of his earlier books, Della Toro said, who you network with, who you network with will determine your net worth. Who you network with will determine your net worth. So it's important that you select the right people. And sometimes you're going to have to make decisions on people that are really close to you because there are people that you like and you want to hang out with, but they don't want to accomplish anything new. As a matter of fact, they would rather see you uh, suffer with them. I had that happen when I first started in sales. There was a, a couple of guys who didn't want to work. They they spent more time getting out of work than they did working. And they would take a two-hour lunch, three-hour lunch, then show up to the video arcade game and play video arcades for another hour or two and then go back to the office. Well, before they went back to the office, then they had to fudge their car reports for all of the work that they didn't do that day. All right? And as a result, their numbers were always lackluster. But then there was another young lady in the office with me who 
did not give the best presentation, wasn't the most eloquent, but she was consistent. She was the first in the office and the last one to come back in. And she just made her calls day in and day out. And consistently, she was at the top in the office. And it, it kind of gets old after a while when someone's continually beating your pants off. So I started associating with her and doing what she was doing. And as a result, I started getting the same results that she got. So who are you associating with? Who, who are you running with is the bottom line. And because if, when you're in a life or death situation, I, my friends and I, we tell each other the truth. If I have something that I'm, I'm thinking about doing or I've done, I say, hey, give me your feedback. And they'll tell me. And guess what? It's not always something you want to hear. But if it's the truth, that's a good thing. You can always learn from the truth. All right. So we and we also want to get this mindset, because what I noticed about the movie in the Matrix, they had intensity. They were if you watch their pace, they're always moving. They're always walking fast to get to their destination. That was not a whole lot of lag time around. And so I, I like the mindset of that. Just do it. Get it done. Make something happen. You know, and, and I, I, I joke about, you know, Nike said just do it. They just they didn't say when to do it. And when do you want to do it? Just do it now. Get it done. And you'll be amazed how good you feel when you, when you pursue something, even if you aren't successful the first time, but you tried it. And what I've learned in business, what I've learned in sales, uh, especially those things, and even in life, the majority of things that I tried, well, I guess I have to say all of them, really, (laughs) all of the things that I tried, and even if I failed at it, it didn't kill me. It didn't kill me because I'm still here talking to you. The majority of things that we try, it won't kill us. But when we look at our circumstances, when we focus on the circumstance, and not the outcome or the possibilities, that's when we waver. And that's when fear and doubt and the cousin doubt comes in and it paralyzes us. And anytime we get paralyzed, you will not accomplish the things that you said you want to accomplish. I had a gentleman when I first started my company 18 years ago uh, doing one of the first breaks. I just started working with his company, doing some training. Uh, and the guy came up to me during the break, and he said, Ty, I have this company that uh, I have a uh, – it's a small company now, but I have the feeling it has the potential to be a really big company one day. And he said, right now, I'm pursuing them, but there are two people inside the organization that's blocking me, two departments. And I asked him, I said, well, what do you think will happen if you lose this battle to ultimately win the war? And he said, no, Ty, he said, you don't understand because whoever wins this battle actually wins the war. And I said to him, I said, wow, man, I said, well, that's kind of simple then. You have no choice but to go around these individuals. And he looked at me with extreme fear on his face. And he said, I can't do that. I can't do that because if I do that, they'll be angry at me. They'll be mad. They won't do business with me. They... I, And I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, have you ever received a commission check for coming in second place? And he thought about it. And he said, no, I have not. 
I said, are you in business to create friends or customers? And he thought about it and he said customers. And I said, because I had it mixed up one time, I focused on the wrong thing when I first got into sales. I was so focused on making friends that I didn't create customers. They liked me and everything. They just didn't do business with me. And then when I switched it around and my primary focus was creating a customer, not only did I get a customer, but then I also developed some really priceless friendships. And I told him, I said, I read a book one time, and really I didn't even need to read the book because the title of the book said it all. And he said, well, what, what was the title? I said, the title of the book was Timid Salespeople Have Skinny Kids. That's right. Timid salespeople, timid business people have skinny kids, skinny bank accounts, skinny everything because we aren't willing to take the risk to do what's necessary in order to be successful now and long term. I'm going to finish the story on the other side of the break. It's an amazing story. But right now it's time for us to take our last break in the fastest hour of the week. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. And I'm Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. If you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets, or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more, tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham. Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Business owners, do you run your business or does your business run you? Put yourself on the road to success by tuning in to Success Unchained with hosts Anthony and Julie McGloin. At last, discover how to overcome your biggest challenges, take control of your business, and achieve the results you've always dreamed of. Find out how with our resident master business coach and world-class guest experts. Transform the nine key areas of your business and unchain your true potential. Tune in Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you're listening to forget patience let's sell something if you want to reach time Maynard or today's guest please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show.
Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. I was just here jamming to that music. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. And we are talking about sales, business, and life lessons from the Matrix. And I was just telling you a story about a a young man at the time uh, who had an opportunity to pursue an account. He was coming up against some resistance. And he was really concerned about upsetting or offending anyone than he was pursuing and making them a customer. So I just had a real candid conversation with him and basically said that he's in business, he's in sales to create customers, not friends. And as you've heard me say before, I would much rather someone respect you than like you. But what we've, I've also found is if someone respects you, they have a tendency to like you. But you can get somebody to like you, but they may not respect you. So we had the conversation. So he said to me, so what should I do? And I said, you should go above them. And he said, how high? I said, as high as humanly possible. And he said, CEO? I said, why not? And that's exactly what he did. He sent an email to the CEO of the company. And the CEO, uh, they, they traded emails a couple of times. And he got an appointment. Then he had a second appointment. And then after the second appointment, the CEO sent a message down to the individuals below the CEO that was blocking the young man and said, give this young man a shot. And I have to tell you, that was 18 years ago. And in the last 18 years, this young man has done over $350 million in business with that company. He is a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. He has changed the legacy of his family for generations to come. His kids, his kids' kids, and kids' kids' kids, their college is already paid for. And every now and then I would see him, and I would say, and I'll change the name, I'll say, Tony, you know, suppose for a moment, 18 years ago, you let fear paralyze you. Where do you think you would be now? He said, I don't even want to think about it. His life, his great, 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 great grandchildren's lives would be so much different if he was not willing to take the red pill. (laughs) If he was not willing to do something other than what he had always done, which was called on the lowest level because that was the easiest, that was the most comfortable, he and his family would not have the level of success and comfort that they currently have. And that's what I'm telling you today. We have to do something different. We have to be willing to take that red pill. That red pill is going to take you, as Morpheus said, down the rabbit hole to see things that you haven't seen or experienced before. Or you can take the blue pill, the things we do day in and day out every day, and get the exact same results. What are you willing to do today that's different? What are you willing to do tomorrow that's different that puts you out of your comfort zone. And it's interesting because I, I shared this story about this young man that I called Tony uh, last month in one of my fast track classes and somebody knew him. And it's interesting because they said 
they asked him, you know, uh, how was he doing? And he said he was having a really bad year. And uh, turns out he had sold already that year, I think, 12 to 14 million dollars and a good year in his industry is three to four million. That's an exceptional year. But he had already sold 12 to four million. And the thing is this, once you taste something, you can never go back. Once you've tasted making 200,000, 500,000, a million, you, you don't want to go back to making 80,000, 100,000. And don't get me wrong, it's not always about money, but I'm saying whatever it, it is, once you have pushed the envelope, it's virtually impossible to go back. Once you get comfortable swimming in the deep area inside of the pool, you don't want to go back to the shallow. Once you get comfortable calling on top-level executives, you know you don't want to just work with purchasing or procurement. The conversations are so different, and the revenue and the commissions are exponentially different. The sales cycle is tremendously different by working at the higher levels. So that's what we're talking about, freeing your mind to do something you've never done before. And every week on this show, that's what we're doing. We're trying to challenge you to think differently, to try new things, to try new techniques, to, to use Pinterest, uh, to use all of the different social medias now because that's no longer a nicety. It's now a necessity. And I find myself even challenged to keep up. But I have to keep up. There's no choice in the matter because the one thing that's constant is change. And if we don't adapt to change, change becomes like a steamroller that rolls right over us. We aren't driving it. It rolls over us. And the one thing I saw several years ago that, that was, made it very clear to me was, I think it was in 1995 or so, uh, it was right, that was right around the time when we had the pay at the pumps. You know, you can just swipe, swipe your credit card at the pump, keep it, keep it moving. You no longer had to walk in and say, hey, I need... $20 on pump number five. Well, in my community, there were a lot of, of the gas stations starting to go to the pay at the pump. But there was one gas station. This guy refused to change. He still wanted you to come in. He didn't want to have to upgrade his, his, gas, station, uh, his gas station. He didn't want to have to upgrade the pumps. So as a result, within a matter of six months, this gentleman was out of business. He didn't want to take the red pill. He didn't want to do something different. He didn't want to do something that was going to cost him a little bit more on the front end so he could have a better outcome on the back end. And that's one of the main things I gained from watching the movie. You're going to always have obstacles come against you. There are always going to be difficulties and challenges. But do you rise to the occasion or do you shrink from it? If you shrink from it, you're only going to get what you always got. If you rise to the occasion, you will be absolutely amazed at how you performed. Because at the beginning of the movie, when uh, Neil was encountered by an enemy agent, we've all seen it where the guy's shooting at him and he's dodging and going back, uh, trying to avoid the bullets. At the end of the movie, when he understood the essence of what was in him, which is also the essence which is in all of us, when they shot at him with the bullets, he did not dodge them. 
he put his hand out and he stopped the bullets. And that's where we want to get to. We want to get to that revelation knowledge of who we really are. And we want to walk that out. And that's my goal for you. Every week, I want to help you get there. And I have tools that can help you get there also. I want you to check out my website. Go to the website, the online store. Uh, I have different things like how to negotiate. I have Don't Take It on the Chin, Negotiate a Win-Win, which is an awesome tool to help you keep more money in your pockets. That was a, a wise saying one day. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. I have uh, you know, other books, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something, which is the actual book that gave this radio show its name. But you have to continue to invest in yourself. And we're going to continue to invest in you every week also. And by the way, if you get a chance, go back and listen to some of the other shows. I want you to download all of them. Tell other people about them. If you need coaching, you're welcome to give me a call. I love to work with you. I'm committed to your success. You can give me a call at 813-672-1040, extension 102. That's 813-672-1040, extension 102. If you're a business owner or executive and you're looking to have your people trained, if you're looking to have them mainerized, use that exact same number. Well, listen, it's time for us to go. I'm going to have an awesome guest next week, and we're going to continue to talk about how to become a key person of influence. And you do not want to miss that show. In the meantime, I wish you much success. Take the red pill. And in the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.